Today is Monday, February 27th. The title for our devotional is Hospitality. This week, we're wrapping up my teaching portion of the table campaign. This week, we're going to switch gears a little bit and zoom out from the Christian perspective of the table as the Lord's Supper and more broadly explore the table as a symbol of hospitality. The New Testament has a good number of direct imperatives calling Christians to be hospitable. Hebrews 13.2 says, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. 1 Peter 4.9 says, Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Romans 12.13, Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. A few chapters later, Paul acknowledges that he is enjoying the hospitality of a member in the Corinthian church, which is likely where he was staying when he wrote the letter of Romans. Romans 16.23, Gaius, whose hospitality I and the whole church here enjoy, sends you greetings. Hospitality is a requirement for overseers as well, or what we would call elders. 1 Timothy 3.2, Now the overseer is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, and so forth. Titus 1.8, Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. So we see that there are a number of passages in the New Testament that directly call us to be hospitable. The root of the Greek word translated hospitality is xenos. The primary meaning of this word is pertaining to being unfamiliar because of something unknown. It is often translated strange. So when referring to a person, it's usually translated as stranger or foreigner. In all of the passages listed above, besides Romans 16.23, the prefix philo is added to xenos. As a, na- as a noun, philo is usually translated friend. The verb form is love. Philadelphia, our city, literally means the city of brotherly love. Now, I usually try not to bore you with semantics and lexical definitions and all that stuff, but I am with this word because it carries a slightly different connotation than our word for hospitality. It's a fine translation. We just need to fill it in a little bit to support the English meaning with the Greek meaning. Therefore, the clunky but fuller definition of the term for hospitality is like friend of foreigners or one who loves strangers. In the ancient world, this was most evidently displayed in welcoming a traveler into one's home. In a world where travel was much slower and burdensome, fast food restaurants weren't lining the highways, hospitality was vitally important and expected. In the Old Testament law of Moses, hospitality was required. Therefore, it was a matter of faithfulness to God. Deuteronomy 10.19 says, And you are to love those who are foreigners, for you yourselves were foreigners in Egypt. Exodus 22.21 Do not mistreat or oppress a foreigner, for you were foreigners in Egypt. Leviticus 19.34 The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native-born. Love them as yourself, for you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Israel knows what it is like to be a foreigner from their desert wanderings. Therefore, they should treat foreigners as they wanted to be treated in that time. This love and treatment of foreigners is also rooted in the character of God himself. Deuteronomy 10.18 says, He, referring to Yahweh, defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow, and loves the foreigner residing among you, giving them food and clothing. Failure, then, to be hospitable to strangers and foreigners would be a violation of God's law and bring about God's discipline. The prophets regularly accuse the people of violating these laws. Ezekiel 22:29 reads, 
The people of the land practice extortion and commit robbery. They oppress the poor and needy and mistreat the foreigner, denying them justice. So that's a brief Old Testament survey on hospitality. In the New Testament, hospitality was essential as well. It was essential for the early church movement. Paul and the apostles were dependent upon the hospitality of Christians in the cities that they traveled to where they were preaching the gospel. Remember, the churches met in the home of local congregants, so they needed people to open up their home and be hospitable and welcome them in even as strangers to preach the gospel. For reflection today, how does this biblical definition of hospitality fill in your understanding of what it means to be hospitable? It's broader than simply opening your home to friends and family. However, this is a baseline requirement. It is more a posture of your heart towards people whom you are unfamiliar with. Reflect on the posture of your heart towards people that you don't know all that well. Do you tend to be cynical and judging or open and hospitable?